Entrepreneur on Fire 424. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Onnit is a health and wellness brand that creates supplements with one goal in mind, total human optimization. To learn more and get 10% off your supplement purchase, go to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Entreport is a powerful all-in-one small business management platform that consolidates marketing, sales, CRM, and even business automation, making it easy for you to build your business more efficiently. Go to entreport.com slash fire today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Debbie Sterling. Debbie, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All (laughs) right. Debbie is a female engineer and founder of Goldie Blocks, a toy company out to inspire the next generation of female engineers. She has made it her mission in life to tackle the gender gap in science, technology, engineering, and math. I've just given our listeners a little overview, Debbie, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Sure. So my backstory is that I studied mechanical engineering at Stanford. I graduated in 2005, and I was one of very few women in the program. And it always really bugged me. Um, I sort of fell into engineering by accident. I didn't grow up kind of programming calculators or anything like that. I had a very little interest in it until my um, senior year of high school. I had a math teacher who told me she thought I should study engineering. And I remember that day, um, I was too embarrassed to ask her, but I didn't know what engineering was, and I was picturing a train driver. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I, I gave it a try, and I think it was just because I was one of those clueless uh, college freshmen who had no idea what to major in. And I, I couldn't shake that suggestion. It's not every day that one of your role models tells you what you should do with your life. So I signed up for Mechanical Engineering 101, and it really blew my mind. And years later, I was talking with a girlfriend of mine who also studied Mechanical Engineering. And we were lamenting the fact that there were so few women in the field. Actually, only 11% of engineers in the U.S. are women. And we were trying to figure out why so few girls and women are interested in engineering. And she argued that her interest in engineering developed at a very young age because she grew up playing with her older brother's hand-me-down Legos, erector sets, and Lincoln Logs. And that those construction toys got her building and tinkering, and she always wanted to be an engineer. And I remember the moment that she said that, thinking, what a shame for me growing up, me and my little sister, we never played with any kinds of construction or math or chemistry games. Those were all boys' toys in our house. And the next day I went to the toy store thinking, are, are things still the same? They must have changed by now. And sure enough, I walked in there and it was the pink aisle, Twilight Zone, where all the cool math and science and building toys and brain teasers were very overtly marketed to boys and the girls were inundated with princesses and pop stars and beauty queens and it felt like the 1950s so at that moment I knew I needed to disrupt the pink aisle and luckily I was an engineer who was also once a little 
little girl, and I was going to make it my mission to make this stuff cool and relevant and fun for girls. Wow. Well, Debbie, that's quite a story and quite a success story, as we're going to dive into later on in this interview for numerous reasons. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, Debbie, because it really gets that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Sure. So the success quote that I'll share is actually something that we have on the walls here at Goldie Blocks. And it's really simple. The mission is greater than the company. And it's something that um, just really resonates with me and all of our employees and partners and investors, because that's where it all started. Um, We're growing really quickly and we've got great products and, you know, expanding fast. But what this is all really about is engineering and technology. It's about inspiring girls, uh, no matter what they grow up to become, engineer or not, letting them know that they have the option. And having that really clear mission at our core is so important for us because it provides a filter for decision-making. And a lot of times when you are running a a company, particularly a startup, there's so many opportunities, endless, endless opportunities. And the challenge is what to focus on, how to best utilize your precious time. And so having a mission like that has not only enabled us to really make, I think, good decisions moving forward about what we should focus on and what we believe in. It's helped us attract really, really great talent who um, uh, everyone here is really marching to the beat of the same drum and, and staying those late nights because they know that this could have real impact on the world. And, and we check in on it every few months to still make sure that it feels that way. Because as long as we're staying true to that mission, it seems like every time we do that, Uh, new doors just keep opening. The mission is greater than the company. I love that for so many reasons, Debbie. And we're going to really do a deep dive into Goldie Blocks later on in this interview. But before we do, I really want to focus on something that you alluded to a little earlier, which was the journey, because there are so many opportunities. There are so many bright, shiny objects out there that as entrepreneurs, we can be distracted away from that word focus on our core principles. So take us to a time in your journey when you failed or when you faced a massive challenge or obstacle that you had to overcome, Debbie, and share with us how you overcame that. Really tell us that story. Take us there with you and the lessons learned. Okay, sure. So when I first started working on Goldie Blocks, I remember um, the the idea first came about through a friend of mine who... Um, who kind of complained about the lack of engineering and we came up with this idea for construction toys for girls and we were both really excited about it. And at the time she was going to be my co-founder, which was great because I was nervous about starting a business by myself. I didn't think I could do it alone. Uh, And so I had uh, my kind of partner in crime and we were both working full-time jobs, but on evenings and weekends we would get together and brainstorm ideas and sketch and do research. And we kept putting that this one date on the calendar would be our day where we would quit our jobs and do this full time. And uh, as the days went by, the date on the calendar kept moving further and further and we kept (laughs) pushing it back, pushing it back. And then finally, one day I I did it. I made the leap and I quit my job. And I told her, I'm in it. I'm doing it. It's your turn now. And she kept saying, well, a couple more weeks, this and that. So I kept waiting and waiting. 
but I didn't let it stop me. And um, since I was on my own, I realized that the only way I was going to be able to move forward was to reach out and find help, find other people who were passionate about it, who wanted, wanted to spend time with me. Cause I'll admit starting a business at the beginning is really lonely. So I managed to um, start going out and networking and meeting people. And I found sort of a group of, of people, social entrepreneurs or inspiring, aspiring social entrepreneurs who wanted to volunteer and help. And they started showing up at my apartment almost every day. And I had a group of about eight people who were just over constantly. My apartment was upside down with just prototypes and materials <laughs> everywhere. Suddenly I had this huge kind of group of people who we were brainstorming and working together and having fun. Meanwhile, the co-founder wasn't really around that much. She was busy at her job. And one day a big opportunity presented itself. And it was to apply to be in a tech accelerator program. And I won't name which one, but it's a, a very prestigious one. And one of my friends convinced me to apply Goldie Blocks to be in this program. And it had a lot of prestige around it. So as soon as the co-founder found out that we were applying and we got into the first round, she was suddenly more excited than ever and on board. And all of these volunteers that I had assembled were really fired up. Because this was going to be our first external validation that, you know, somebody from the tech community, accelerator and investment community believed in Goldilocks. And so we worked around the clock. We had about three weeks to prepare our interview and final application. Uh, we were literally up all hours of the night. We were making professional prototypes. Everyone chipped in. And we finally got to the big interview day. And me and the co-founder, right before I asked her, you know, regardless of whether or not we get in, are you finally going to quit your job this time and do it? And she said, yes. Um, I'm too passionate about it now to look back. I've got to do this. And I said, great. And all of the volunteers were ready to go. So excited. We went in and we uh, we didn't get in. So we were denied from the accelerator program and that was probably by far our biggest letdown and, and failure in the eyes of kind of people you look up to in the, in the investment world. Um, it was a real downer. And I remember I tried to keep spirits up as much as I could and invited everybody to a big karaoke night celebration, <laughs> hoping that uh, everyone's spirits would still be high. But it turned out that, everyone kind of backed out. Um, the the co-founder changed her mind and decided in, in the company after all. And a lot of the volunteers just started to fizzle. And at that point, I was kind of on my own again. And it was a really hard time. But I, I just kept moving forward and decided that even though this group didn't believe in it, didn't mean that it wasn't worthwhile to pursue. And it didn't mean I wouldn't be able to find other people who got it. And so at that point, I went out and started approaching friends, family, and angel investors with my story. And I ended up finding people who really did get it and believe in it. And I ended up raising a seed round and hiring my first employee, the one person who never gave up and was with me through good times and bad times. And I guess the, the moral of that story is um, at your biggest down points, even if I just leave you. It doesn't mean that it's time to give up. Wow. I mean, Debbie, the power of persistence. You are a true to life 
young entrepreneurial story right here where you had the highest of highs. You were into the prestigious tech accelerator program and then the lowest of lows where you were denied after round one and the other volunteers fizzled out and your co-founder said, "Uh uh-uh, just kidding, I'm going back to work. I mean, that is the roller coaster that we need to be prepared to experience, not just experience, but continue to ride through those ups, through those downs, and keep persistent, keep our eyes on that prize, that focus in the future of really finding our stride, which could take days, weeks, months, years, years, but as Debbie shows, persistence is powerful. So Debbie, let's go to the other end of the spectrum because you just shared that amazing journey of the challenges and the obstacles of entrepreneurship. Let's go to that light bulb moment when you just had this aha moment and you said, wow, this really resonates with me. This is my authentic self. And Debbie, what steps did you take once you had that aha moment to turn it into success? Sure. That's a great question. And I think the story of Goldie Blocks has one really, really clear aha moment turning point. Cool. So first I'll talk about how I got there. I quit my job with kind of no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> um, but I, I knew that I wanted to get girls interested in, in engineering uh, through a toy. Uh, that was all I knew. And my first sketches are horrible. They are uh, pink Legos and build the beauty parlor and build the salon. And, um, and I think that most people, when they first start a project, they go to the obvious things and it's about moving beyond that and going deeper. And so in engineering, in my engineering bird, we took a very multidisciplinary approach to problem solving where we didn't just start sketching the solution on paper to the problem, but we really went around and asked as many people as possible, as many experts, um, we're non-experts, uh, opinions on the issue. And so I did the same for Goldie Blocks. I reached out to neuroscientists at Harvard. I met with elementary school teachers. I met with parents. I met with nonprofit educators. Anybody who had an interesting perspective on this challenge, I bought their brain. At the same time, I was trying to spend uh, as many hours as possible with kids, observing how they play. And um, I read as many articles as I could, had a million conversations And there was an aha moment where everything just bubbled up into one big picture. And it happened one day when I was hanging out at uh, a friend of a friend's house who has three young daughters. I was begging to let him come uh, to let me come over and babysit so I could watch them play because I was trying to find out what appealed to them, what didn't and how they could be improved. And after observing the girls for a little while, getting bored with the toys, I asked them what their favorite toy was. And they told me that they loved books. And they ran upstairs and brought back down their latest favorite book. And they wanted me to read it to them. And so at that moment, I'm sitting on the couch with a book in my lap and the girls are all curled up around me. The construction toys are on the other side of the room. And I thought, why are they separate? Why not combine the two? And instead of just all analytical building for the sake of building, what if there was a narrative and a story about a girl builder where the girls could build along with her and we combined reading and building and This idea made a lot of sense because I had been spending about a year reading articles about girls' development of of, uh, verbal skills and how they have a lot of confidence in reading and love stories and characters. And and I thought that was the missing piece. That's how to appeal to girls is give them the story, uh, give them the reason why to build something, why they should care, and then they would build. So that was kind of the clear aha 
moment, but it was a result of a lot of research and searching. And then um, when I had finally kind of had all those conversations and read all those articles and spent all of that time observing, it all just finally clicked. So Debbie, really boil it down for us because you just dropped a lot of golden nuggets there. What's one clear lesson, one clear takeaway for Fire Nation that you learned from that entire aha moment? If you want to have an aha moment, you need to go out and talk to as many different people as possible and get a broad range of perspectives, collect it all, soak it in like a sponge, and then the answer will come. Boom. And Debbie, when I feel like there's a really powerful name behind a company, I love to hear the story. And I feel like Goldie Blocks is such a great fit and such a great brand name for what you guys are doing. I mean, the name Goldie is so synonymous with childhood stories. And then Blocks just makes sense. And combining them together is nothing short of pure genius. Give us the story behind Goldie Blocks, the name. Sure. So thank you. It all started, I was, I was trying to come up with a name and the first thing I did was do a competitive audit of toy brands to see what's popular and what kind of names resonate with kids. And I found out really early, all of the most popular toys are based on uh, kids TV and cartoons and movies, a lot of big Disney characters. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to be able to license a big popular character. I won't don't have the money. So I'm going to somehow have to come up with a name to compete with that. And um, the more I looked into it, the more I realized all the Disney names are based on old fairy tales like Cinderella and Rapunzel. And um, those names are available to the public. And so I started searching old fairy tale names and I found Goldilocks. And Goldilocks is this character that really hasn't been used before and was sort of ripe for reinvention. And I kept thinking about Goldilocks and kind of liked it and didn't know what to do with it. And then of all places, I was in the shower. Yes. And <laughs> I think is where all great ideas yes. happen. But I'm in the shower and I think of Goldie Blocks. And I just thought, oh my gosh, how perfect. It's this little pun, but in this short little word really says it all. So I ran out of the shower with soaking wet hair, opened up my computer thinking, oh, there's no way this name's going to be available. Looked it up and sure enough, it was there. So I grabbed the URL and immediately started looking into trademarking. Wow. Love that story. The shower aha moment is so prevalent in this society because you're just a little distracted. You're not really overthinking things and boom, it just hits you right there. So Debbie, what I want to do now is move into present times because you've shared with us an amazing journey. You share with us a great story of the ups, the downs, the challenges, the obstacles, the aha moment, the naming of Goldie Blocks. Let's talk about one or two things that are really exciting you right now. Sure. So one of the things that I'm most excited about is we are now just deep in product development, coming up with the new latest and greatest stories and adventures that Goldie and her friends will go on, uh, the new engineering principles that they'll learn, and uh, how we're going to start sharing those digital experiences. So our product planning and development is well underway for 2014. The other thing that's really exciting about it is now that our our business has had so much success, I've been able to hire really, really talented people to help me take the brand to the next level. So the initial Goldie Blocks product and stories were really just a product of me kind of alone in my 
apartment for the large part. I hand drew everything. I wrote the stories myself. I built the prototypes. And now I have incredibly talented professional illustrators and animators and toy designers uh, who are helping me just make it awesome and live up to the potential. So that's one thing that's incredibly exciting. Uh, the other thing that I'm very, very excited about to share competition several months ago run by Intuit, where one small business could win an ad in the Super Bowl. And 15,000 small businesses applied, and Goldie Blocks has been selected as a final four uh, candidate for a Super Bowl ad in February. Wow. And I don't think I need to convince anybody listening what a Super Bowl ad would be mean for our company and for uh, getting our mission and message out to over 100 million people about why they should care about girls getting interested in engineering and technology. Super Bowl ad competition is up for public voting, and we have another two weeks to get as many votes as possible to become the grand prize winner. Wow. Well, best of luck for you. I know Fire Nation will jump on that and support you, Debbie, because that is an amazing story that you're trying to share. And what a public stage that would be, the Super Bowl commercial. It's only like $5 million for every 30 seconds of airtime. It's nothing that huge. And Debbie, we're going to break in to thank our sponsors. You know that having separate platforms for your shopping cart, your CRM, your website, and your email marketing tools can be frustrating. Separate logins, separate operating systems, it's enough to make you go cray-cray. Good news. Entreport integrates all of these and more in one powerful solution, giving entrepreneurs like you the freedom to concentrate on building your business. With a very streamlined approach, Entreport ensures you have the power of technology working for you, not against you. And with their world-class customer support, Entreport will have you up and running on one single platform in no time. How excited are you about a single sign-on and one operating system? Dane Maxwell, co-founder of the foundation, is excited. Dane set up his entire business on Entreport in under seven days. And after a pain-free launch, he has seen a 500% increase in revenue, 80% increase in new customers, and a 10% increase in customer retention. Go to Entreport.com slash fire to find out more today. Creating daily podcasts keeps me pretty busy, and I'm not going to lie. Things can get a little crazy. I have the same distractions everyone else has, minus a screaming baby and or an office filled with unhappy coworkers. But that doesn't mean focus isn't a struggle for me too. Enter Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is the one-stop powerhouse for helping the body boost neurotransmitter levels and bringing the mind to the top of its game. Alpha Brain not only assists in delivering oxygen and nutrients to the brain via increased blood flow, it also helps you remain calm, focused, and mentally driven throughout the day. Ready to get rid of that annoying mental fog that's been around for some time now? Satisfied customers, myself included, report time and again an extraordinary combination of lucid dreams, mental drive, focus, memory, and mental acuity. Ana is currently offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onnit.com slash fire, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. So Debbie, this is actually a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us 
Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? All right, I'll do my best. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The biggest thing that held me back was not knowing my passion. Uh, I, I knew that I wanted to start my own business or build something, but I didn't know what the passion would be. So for a very long time, the biggest holdback, honestly, was finding the thing that I was incredibly passionate about. What is the best advice you've ever received? To choose whether I wanted to be an inventor or an entrepreneur. An inventor kind of sits alone and, and works on things in isolation, comes up with great ideas. An entrepreneur shares their ideas with the world and builds a following of people to help make their ideas better. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? You know, being a woman in engineering and entrepreneurship, I'm constantly underestimated and often put down. Uh, Sometimes people don't even do it on purpose. Um, But I have this incredibly stubborn desire to prove wrong and not get discouraged when when people laugh at me or they don't believe in me. Love it. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Well, I think our biggest internet resource that has put Goldie Blocks on the map has been Shopify. We use Shopify to create a, a website, an e-commerce website. It was really easy. One, two, three. I was able to get it up myself and really glad we did because we went viral on, online and sold about a million dollars of pre-sales of Goldie Blocks through Shopify. Wow. Well, we love Shopify here at Fire Nation, Debbie. They are a full-time sponsor of Entrepreneur on Fire. And you can check them out at shopify.com slash fire. They've got a pretty sweet deal for every one of our listeners. And they are such a powerful platform. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Deborah Sterling. So, Debbie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I think one of the most influential books for me so far was uh, The Ten Faces of Innovation. It, um, it really talks about how to think outside the box and, um, and really innovate and, and not... Um, not fall trapped to certain conventions, really push the envelope. Awesome. Well, Fire Nation loves audio. And if they want the audio version of this book for free, they can find it at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Debbie, this next question's a doozy. So take your time and focus, and it is the last one. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? In 2008, I took a volunteer position in rural India, and it was the first time I traveled by myself. And I showed up in this very rural village where I didn't know anybody, and all I had was my laptop and probably about $500. Um, and, and I went there cause I was, I think it was my quarter life crisis. I was trying to make the world a better place and, and wanted to volunteer and help people and just have a completely different 180 degree, uh, experience from, from my life right before that. And so what I did then is exactly what I would do again. And that was blog about my experience. Uh, I 
I went at, around and um, I would just say yes to everything. Yes. And any invitation, uh, even if it seemed scary, any, uh, you know, food or, or trip here, or trip there, meeting strangers, I just said yes. And I got to know this new culture. And when I blogged about it, it was hilarious because uh, it, it, these experiences that I had were so different from, from my past life that um, it always ended up being hilarious. And people loved hearing the stories. And uh, it got me writing again and made me remember how much I love writing and storytelling. So I think I would, I would do the same thing. I would meet everyone that I could and I would start a blog. Wow. Well, Debbie, I have really enjoyed hearing your story, and I love what you're doing with Goldie Blocks. Let's end this interview with the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. To learn more about me and Goldie Blocks, you can visit our website, GoldieBlocks, G-O-L-D-I-E-B-L-O-X.com. And you can also uh, like us on Facebook. We do a lot of company updates on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash GoldieBlocks. Awesome. Well, Debbie, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter in Deborah in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. Debbie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. I was shopping online the other day from a friend's computer. I got all the way to checkout only to find they didn't accept payment via PayPal. Because I didn't have my wallet, PayPal was my only option. Don't put barriers in front of your customers. With Shopify, you can accept payment through multiple gateways, making every experience smooth and seamless. Get a 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. That's shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.